1: welcome to the roma press podcast with
2: john solano and andy mattioli
1: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of the roma press podcast we hope that you are doing well all right andy we are getting close to the finish line the death march is almost completed we have somehow made it to the point where there is only one match remaining in this season, and I don't know about you, but this has felt like without without any debate, these last two seasons have been arguably the longest of my life, and I am so worn out I, I, like i can't even begin to describe the fatigue that i feel uh, how do you feel knowing that there's only one match left i i feel like these past two years maybe they have been exacerbated by the whole pandemic obviously i don't know if that's <laughs> i don't know if that's made it uh, 10 times more difficult or not but certainly that played a role looking back on it this is uh, I, I need a break that's all i can say
2: Oh yeah, I mean this is uh same old, same old, and I think that has been the case for the past few years, and uh, that that says <laughs> that says a lot of overall about um sort of the tra- trajectory that 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 Roma um have been on for 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 those last few years, and uh, you know you you went from having some of the biggest moments of the season at the end of the season, you know, fighting for uh where there was top. Top two um, with Spalletti, or you know, competing in in um, in some European competitions, or uh, Roma still took a took a deep dive, and um, now we find ourselves sort of praying to the footballing gods to no. just let it be over, and and you know, I, <laughs> I I can't I can't say I'm not looking forward to. Much needed pause, and I also have to say I'm really not excited at all about the Euros. I just uh... oh
1: me either me I, <laughs> I, international football. Uh, I mean, being Italian, the I, I have to tell you, I haven't been really on board with them for almost a decade. I, I don't find them particularly likable. May, maybe it's a generational thing, where this current generation, mm-hmm. where it's basically an Italia Juve. I, I, no, no, I, I, I'm not. It doesn't excite me.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's uh you know, with Mancini, it, 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 it does feel a bit, a little bit different. Um, but definitely, this is not, not a, not a, not a team that I, I think will succeed in the near future. Um, just they don't have, in my opinion, the level of talent to, to, you know, to go up against, um, teams that are so much better like mm-hmm. you know. everybody points to France and, and Italy are uh, <laughs> not there yet um and uh but but overall you know going back to Roma I I do think that looking back at this uh this season I kind of feel betrayed by the fact that it, it seemed like we had so many good moments and also so many bad moments and it just mm-hmm. feels a bit deflating to, to come to the end of the season and you realize that uh, the the good o- overtook the 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 bad overtook the good and and you find yourself in a position where really there isn't much hope for anything more significant than a than a crappy conference league oh, spot. Don't, I
1: I, I uh, no, no no mentally exactly. I can't get there yet. I I can't even begin to wrap my head around oh, yeah. having to. Yep. You know, book a flight to... I, I i don't even know some of these countries, probably. Yeah. I, I mean, my passport may get <laughs> some new stamps in it. But, I, I mean, just the mere thought of it. Mm-hmm. You said they're Wednesday evenings. I'll be honest with you. I don't know anything about the Conference League. Nothing. Haven't, haven't looked no. scheduling-wise. If they're Wednesdays, Thursdays, uh, who else could be qualifying for this tournament? The, the only somewhat, I guess, positive, and I don't even know if I would consider it a positive, that I've seen people in our patron group chat mentioning is that this could be an opportunity for Roma, and in particular, Mourinho, to, to deliver a European trophy at Roma.
2: Yeah, I'm not buying it. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, that... that that may it's take something some we always tell to? each
2: other. Like, I mean, this is—it's oh, this how you know, this year, you know, maybe oh, we we qualified for this. Maybe we'll try our best. And we can win this easily or something like that. It always leads to disappointment. So it, every time, <laughs> every, every time, single so. time, it's it's not going to change. If if you know if you go up against Rubin Kazan or or <laughs> you know uh, whatever other. Polish team, there is, um, Jagiellonia, Kraków, and so on and so on. Oh my so, gosh. Um, yeah, you don't know how the extra class, which is the Polish league, is pretty amazing. So, um, <laughs> I'm just saying that it's, uh, when, when that derby win, which was great, and we can get to that, but it was, it was great. It was nice. It was nice. I thought that, uh, looking at the circumstances considering the circumstances it just didn't feel as as um as good as as it should have. No, and no. um which is again disappointing also i don't want to be a party pooper okay i'm i i hate <laughs> you know i don't like i know that people listen in just to to enjoy themselves yeah we're past that point ex- already <laughs> no exactly it's, we're yeah, we've we're, we're gone past that <laughs> we're we've gone um after the fortieth episode, uh, we've we've ga- we gave that up. Um, that was two years, oh, more than two years ago. But anyway, mm. the th- the point is that uh, it just it just feels like uh, the end of something, and not really like uh, these two years under Fonseca. So much stuff happened, and and a lot of it is you know you'll go back to the Wikipedia page of the, of these two past seasons. And you look at some of the things that happened, the Petrachi's locker room fight, uh, the, 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 the miscommunication regarding the, the, the sixth substitution in the Coppa Italia against Spezia, the Diawara thing, the Roma having to pay Petrachi 5 million euros in, in, in settlement, uh, just unbelievable stuff that then sort of, you feel like it accumulates and that's why you come to the end of the season. You're like, okay, this is enough. I don't want to, I want nothing to do with this team for the next couple of months. Well, the fact uh, but...
1: that the Diawara <laughs> episode happened on match day one, that should have been the very clear warning oh, yeah. sign. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. 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 Of course. Um, that uh, small injury after signing his contract, that's, the, the, the you know some of, some of the things that happened feel like it all accumulated and you feel really tired and you but you look back upon it and nothing remarkable happened like besides going to the Europa League semi-final which is still a big deal you know and and the way we got there we really got through some tough competition um this you know we weren't manchester united who have a walk in the park every time it happens i don't know how they do it but we we really got through it by 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 you know through it playing tough gritty games and in difficult environments against really competitive teams and and so that that should not be dismissed but at the same time you have this feeling that damn like two years went by and um there is not really much we can We can take away from this because a lot of the problems that Roma had persisted and uh, some of the dysfunctions, you know, some of the dysfunctional, the dysfunctional aspect of the team that, that was so prominent in, in Eusebio Di Francesco's last year, unfortunately carried over onto Fonseca's tenure, which I find unfair, um, and that's why also when when that derby win happens, and then I have to see people, you know, say, "Oh, uh, can we maybe this means that we can give Jekyll another go or something?" I want to cry. Like that makes me so angry because it's if if you know if all your conclusions were all so negative after these two years and seeing that that some of the players on this team that now are being hailed uh, as heroes and and legends contributed to that to that dysfunction um i can't have that you know and i can't have uh, as an option a future that still has some of these players and and you know we we know who who the the suspects are um Jericho being one of them it's just uh, i really hope that Indeed, in the this summer is not going to be just another another one of those summer where summers where we say oh it's something's going to change and then nothing changes. I really want I really want to believe that by getting somebody like Mourinho, you're making a statement that then carries over to to the to the rest of the team and to the management, and that this summer is really a summer of of like significant change, not not you know not uh, things the status quo prevailing um, disguised as a change. Um, And I'm not, this is no, in no way, shape or form me asking of the Friedkins to, you know, like all these guys, all these journalists apparently say, oh, I expect Roma to make, you know, heavy investments. I expect them to bring in at least two important players. No, I don't, I don't expect that. I don't, I don't believe in making those kinds of expectations because those people claim that they've talked to the Friedkins or the, those people that claim to know something uh, about that. Um, they they say those things so that then if it doesn't happen, they can always hold that against somebody. And that's the name of, the name of the game. For me, the important thing is that these two years of basically very little that brought very little to this team, I hope that they at least, gave an idea to the Freed this is not where we want to go, okay? This is definitely not the direction we want to head in. This is not the position that we want to find ourselves two years from now.
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't know what it is. It just felt like... I I think the way you summarized it was actually the most accurate way to describe it because it, it just feels like there wasn't one big, huge thing that happened. It just seemed like all of these... Minor episodes kind of just piled upon each other, and it just got to the se- it got to the point this season, uh, particularly in March. I don't know about you, but March is when I really just felt like, okay, you know, enough is enough. Can we can we pull the plug on this thing, so to speak? Because this there's just been so much, and as it relates to Paulo Fonseca, I don't know about you, but that derby win last weekend. I, I, I felt so happy for him, so happy for him, because, listen, I have been very harsh on him, okay? Very, very harsh, but I still maintain, and I get a ton of crap for this every time I tweet out something half positive about him. Everybody tweets me back the tweet where I, I posted his his, his uh, record in the big matches. Okay, I I don't think anybody could have handled the circumstances in which he's had to deal with mm-hmm. much better than him. And I don't care if it was Pep, Klopp, um, Ancelotti, it, it doesn't matter. I think they all would have had difficulties with this situation. I, I, I think saying otherwise is very unfair to Paolo Fonseca. I do think he's going to be a good manager elsewhere. I really, really do. He does not give me the... That he, he does not give off the scent of a Eusebio Di Francesco, just a, a, a goofball who has no clue what year it is, okay? Paolo Fonseca is going to be a good manager, in my opinion. I do think that. It's just not going mm-hmm. to be a Roma. And the way he has handled it in terms of uh, professionalism, the class he's displayed, I, I can't help but just sort of... Uh, Take my hat off and and clap for him because you know what, he really could have been bitter. He really could have stomped and whinged and and made a fuss, you know, but he didn't. He didn't. And and to be fair, Andy, if if, if we're going to criticize Fonseca, okay, I, I think we at least have to put things into perspective because you can't have that on social media. You you can't really have a nuanced discussion. But here, thankfully, we can. You know, people, especially on Twitter, it seems to be he's either shit or he's really good and he's getting an unfair deal. Well, it's shades of gray. It's not so black and white, in my opinion. Okay, he has gotten a lot wrong and I have said it on here time and time and time again in his post-match press conferences after losing four to zero to Napoli. And he says, well, we're learning this, this and this and you don't implement it into the next match. I begin to question if you actually are learning. However, clearly this guy has a vision of how he wants to play football, a very particular vision of how he wants his teams to play. And I think with the ownership questions, with the Friedkin group arriving, you mentioned the Petrachi episode, all of that combined into one, I think we at least have to, again... Credit this guy for making the most of what he was given, because let's be honest here: for the way he wants to 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 play football, this team just seems so far from it. If I'm being if I'm being honest, I, I mean, when you watch them in a match that matters, like I, I go to March. If you want to see where all of the flaws in this Roma lie, you can essentially watch every single match. Well, actually, every single match beginning with the one against Milan at home. I think from there until the end of March against Napoli, every single flaw within the team is on full display. And it's clear that this team just doesn't possess the characteristics that he asks from his team. And really, I don't think it's much beyond that. Does he have flaws as a manager? Yes. But you know what? I do think he's going to be very good. I do. What do you think?
2: Oh, he's for sure and um i wish him only the best and i know that he will be he will be fine uh i just also wish he had a, f- a fair shot to succeed because he never did uh he came to this roma uh, sort of like a somebody somebody that was young somebody that was coming here to prove himself on a burger, bigger stage from the from ukraine to 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 italy that was that was, you know, that was his ticket to 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 try and and build something in a more competitive league, and he was never given the tools um, nor the necessary backing to to succeed. Um, I think the perfect summary of it is last year's summer mercato, which was, mm, you know, yeah. due to COVID, also was completed by by agents, so it wasn't really a planned mercato; it was just. The mercato of of opportunities. You you oh, Kumbula is available. We'll get Kumbula within a day. Which is not to say that Kumbula is a bad deal. Actually, I I really like it. But it's it it's definitely not something that was compatible to to a, a manager's requests. Same goes for Pedro. Um, same goes for a lot of other things besides the Smalling deal, which took forever forever and ever and ever to to get get done and then the impact was minimal which is still something that really just gives me gives me the creeps so i just yeah. i think you know it's um it's very unfortunate because it, again it reminds me a lot of of Luis Enrique Luis Enrique was was an excellent manager on the come up um and and he he would go on and be an excellent manager somewhere else, go on and win stuff somewhere else. Um, but it just wasn't meant to be at Roma because he, he, he happened to, to, to be Roma's manager in a moment where he shouldn't have been. Um, the, right. that, that, that moment called for, <laughs> somebody um I don't know who it called for maybe, maybe even then maybe it should have been somebody a la Zeman because the worst oh, th- no but because listen I, if, I understand what you're saying I, you know do, you know what I'm saying if the worst thing you can do is bring in a manager who's supposed to represent you know the future by then giving him the players of the past, by then saying, oh, can you find a way to maybe, hmm, maybe can you find a way to, to, to have Fazio perform in the Europa League? Or, you know, we know that Dzeko is, is not your idea of, of a striker, but he doesn't really want here to stay here, unfortunately. We may try and give him this huge contract, which will then tie him for a number of years. Can you make it work? Um, that's that's not that, that that is definitely not the way of going about hiring uh, a young manager on the come up with who who wants to be part of something long term and then not being absolutely 100 percent behind him and open um, about, you know overcoming potential difficulties because if seriously, if if the thought process behind hiring Fonseca was oh we'll 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 hire him and then in, in a year's time or two years' time we'll be back in Champions League football um while we don't deliver him the players that fit his idea of playing football, then what's what's happening, man? Like right, uh, right. I, that that to me is is the worst thing is that if you're willing to 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 bet on the future you must be all in you can't be you know you can't be saying oh we want to succeed long term but at the same time if by the end of this season you're not in top 4 then we scrap the project sack you and and start start everything all over again that that that's just not good enough and it doesn't matter if it's Fonseca, as you said, if it's Pep, if it's Klopp, if it's if it's Mazzari, it just doesn't work that way. Um, nobody will succeed in a position like that. It it takes time. It 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 takes time. It, 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 being a manager is is difficult. Being a good manager takes time, and I think Fonseca these two years, if it if these two years didn't bring anything to us as fans, I think they've definitely given something, some food for thought to Fonseca, some much needed Mm. experience. He now realizes what it means to coach in a really difficult environment with uh, specific financial circumstances at hand, with specific personalities in the locker room and in the management. He knows now that he has to watch out for people backstabbing each other. He knows now that he... um. I mean, this guy went on without a sporting director by his side for almost a year. Okay, like he was supposed to have a right hand man. He never had that right hand man. He he never knew who to, whom to address about a possible mercato. Um, so I just I just think that no, this guy is is you know this guy made mistakes. I I think that his gravest mistake is um, he's still. I think too too weak in terms of personality when when the match is unfolding. So what I mean by that, he may be great um leading up to a match. He may be great as as a as a player's manager on in Trigoria, but when in the locker room, I do have some doubts about it because um few times we've witnessed this team really react um to some of his instructions in in moments of difficulty. Now that's something that takes time no matter what. Like that's something that he can definitely work on and I I pretty I'm pretty sure that after this experience he'll he'll get it done. Um unfortunately here you you probably needed somebody that all, with all the things happening needed to be a bit more strict at the same time somebody that is a bit more strict definitely doesn't handle himself so so classy in front of uh, the media in 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 you know in the face of so much adversity uh, the way he carried himself the way he was he maintained you know l- you know he was level headed he he did never spoke out in any sort of aggressive manner against the club or against everything that really bothered him, and and he had all the excuses to do so. Uh, so my conclusion is it just wasn't meant to be. Um, I um I'm definitely pissed off because I, I remember when we hired him, I was like, this is this is perfect. If if Roma want to go in this direction, especially considering the a potential sale of the club, then this is. This is the perfect way to go. Unfortunately, as many things uh, happened over the last few years, and especially in the final years of the, the Palota ownership, they made this, this- decision half heartedly. So there was a part of them that said, We want to aim long term. But then there was another part that said, Hey, we have all these contracts of crappy players or, you know, cl- players close to retirement that will just stay and whoever comes in needs to succeed um, despite these contracts these players this atmosphere this staleness just bringing that person down and um, that's that's definitely unfair
1: for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done definitely unfair i wonder if the freetkins if a bit of them died inside when they saw because Fienga for for the record uh people like to blame Petrachi for this one Fienga was the one who did the Pedro deal um I I can't believe just as a side note that Fienga is still there I am shocked it it stuns me absolutely stuns me because well here yeah uh, we can air it out I mean, to see them going to, you know, these tennis matches together, clearly the Friedkins get on with him. But everything I hear from people both at Roma and the Friedkin group, they can't stand this guy. Can't stand him. And even the previous ownership, they can't stand him either. I I don't know. What is that saying, like, um, when, when, like, the... Armageddon comes or an asteroid hits the Earth, only the cockroaches will survive. Isn't that <laughs> sort of like you're saying? Now, not to compare Guido Fienga wow, to a cockroach, really but <laughs> uh, clearly this guy has some sort of formula. Yeah, he has nine lives. Yeah, yeah, more than a cat for sure. He, he I mean, more than nine, more than nine. Uh, so I'm going to be a bit of a hypocrite because I said it's absolutely stupid to draw any conclusions in these last matches. You, you know, you're an idiot if you're Basing your decision of, hey, you know what? We really need to keep Edin Dzeko now because of how he played in a match day thirty-seven match against Lazio. That clearly, the motivation in that derby, Andy. Although I, of course, winning it is always a thrill, always, no matter what the circumstances are. Clearly, though, the motivations on each end seem to be a bit low. Although clearly Roma went out there to do this for Fonseca to try and win. And I, I was happy to see that. But I am going to be a hypocrite because I am going to draw one conclusion on a particular player, and I think everybody knows where this is going. And that's Dottie Ball. Not only is he a fantastic story because it, it, you you lack even the most basic human like human emotion if you cannot get excited for this guy and feel happy inside to see him succeeding. Because if you just... Read his backstory, the circumstances in which he's had to deal with at such a such a young age. Being a teenager, having to move to another country, uh, fleeing your homeland, it just the whole thing is great. I, I'm in love with it. But beyond that, sometimes these stories, they're just that. They're stories meant to make you feel good, and we tend to ignore, I guess, the more concrete, player aspect of it as to whether or not they're actually good andy this guy is very good and yes i'm going to be a hypocrite and draw my conclusions on him showing a lot of promise and being very good <laughs> in a month and a half worth of matches, not even a month and a half. when did he debut the second of May so uh, no it two was weeks the ago. Manchester
2: it was Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, so
1: just a few weeks ago. So I'm going to be a hypocrite. I'm telling everybody this now. Uh, I if you I am an idiot for doing this uh, forewarning I'm an imbecile for doing so but you know what um, I'm not saying he has surpassed my affection of Gonzalo Villar. But he is getting pretty <laughs> darn close um, because you know it, it's not even it, it, it's not even the you know the, the concrete stuff always oh, really good at his positioning. He provides a much it, it is bizarre at how much more balanced Roma have looked with him in the midfield. It, it's almost like puzzling, very puzzling as to how much better they look with him there. But the confidence and the maturity that he plays with, has been so impressive to me, so impressive. This does not look like a guy that was training with uh, Alberto De Rossi for the, last, for the last couple of years. I mean, this guy clearly possesses a particular skill set that I think cannot be taught. I think it's just inherently, you're born with this level of ability. And I I, I am, again, I am not being right of mind by doing this, but I am very excited by the prospect of him talk me off this ledge i shouldn't go here right because yeah, this could be another know. viviani right th- no, th- no, this it, will be viviani
2: i'm not no i wouldn't go that that far i'm just saying i i just think <laughs> that, that poor like, guy
1: is he in city of cheese by now i know he was uh, languishing in city a B, b but
2: uh, wait i i have to check it now um uh Jesus. Hang on,
1: we need to go. We need to go to the Google for this. Federico because...
2: Viviani, no, he uh, he plays for Spal, so he's in in Serie A. Oh wow, oh. wow! He a, he's he's mm. a he, the, the the Wikipedia page. He's a deep lying playmaker in the defense oh, midfield. Oh, big time playmaker, role. yes. Oh yeah, yes. and European is also kno- and is also known all over the world as a free kick specialist. Oh. In highlights. <laughs> um. <laughs> and wow. uh yeah. okay. <laughs> Anyway, I think that uh, with Darbo, what you need to look out for is, like with VR, to not get caught up in the hype, uh, the player himself. I mean, Uh, VR has had a few, you know, a rough past couple of months. Oh, he fell off a cliff, man. I feel Um, awful.
1: I almost blame myself for it.
2: I do think that the bench time did him good. I, I do think that Ibanez would need also bench time because Villar looked much sharper now coming off the bench um, than he did previously as a starter. So I think that this kid Darbo plays very in a very calm manner. Uh, the way he, he stepped up and played against Manchester United um, says a lot about him, not only as a player, but also as a person. That The fact that he you know could remain so calm Composed and uh, considering, you know, the thrill of of starting for the first time in a, on the European stage, then starting in the Serie, a. that's that's insane to happen within a span of what two weeks. Um, so it's it's definitely something to look out for. He's strong physically, has great passing, is very good at intercepting the ball. Yes. that's that's definitely something that we want in the midfield. Now, I you know, I don't know. If uh, if um, the answer is give him a raise right now, give him you know an extension right now, and that would be him... so
1: Roma, by the way, it, that is something so Roma, so yes. Roma,
2: so Roma, and you know it has happened in the past. Um, we tend to become uh, you know prisoners of the moment. Oh, and, it's and, unbelievable! And it, it's so many just, examples too. Yeah, but, and I, it's, I mean, it's...
1: Roma are the only ones who do this. It's almost as if they're. Um, so um uh, have such a low self-esteem that yeah. it, it's almost like they feel obligated to go out and do this.
2: that oh. happened with with Nora. It happened with Nora. N- remember Nora yep. um poor guy. I really feel for him, but that's that was that was all the hype, all the hype and 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 oh this is this is the guy of the future and I'm not saying that Dor- Darbo is the case. uh I'm just saying let's let's chill out. You know, if 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 he's the player that that Roma want in the midfield, then great. But let's let's give him some time. Let's not you know uh, sit and 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 uh, you know just stay on him for all this time and and right. put pressure on him because that's truly unnecessary at this stage. We're playing for nothing. This team is you know has zero motivation to do anything. We're now going to face Spezia, so. Um, it's it's not like we are looking at uh, a, a, a poten- potential uh, Scudetto contender starter starting spot. Okay, this is this is we have to be realistic. What this team aims for, and um, I I don't know whether he'll go out on loan or what Mourinho plans to do with him. But it's it's interesting to at least have this aspect of. You know, somebody like Fusato All this time, I mean, he's been here what two over two years, and people then, saying,
1: "Oh, can we, can, we, can he be the number one? Come on, man. yeah." We have come to, on, we have to chill out. On, we, we, chill. Ha- we, yeah,
2: Let's. we have to, chill. we have to chill out. This guy went on loan to Portugal, had zero appearances there. Right, I'm right. not saying there is that. You know, there is a reason for that, and that he deserves to to sit on the bench. I'm just saying, these are matches that you know count very little it's been a few games I, I, for the bet, you know, for the good of these kids, let's not put unnecessary pressure on them. Um, you know, pressure must be put on, on, on the authors pressure must be put on the, on the players that right. deserve to have pressure put on them. So I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say from the, from the, you know, from the top, uh, this team cannot go on with, with somebody like Jekyll. Um, mm. To me, it's it's going to be pretty clear. We're going to do a, a year in review, and I'll I'll touch upon Jekyll more in depth. I'm just saying that I'm willing to buy into this idea of kids like Darbo or Fusato uh, being on in the spotlight. Only if you are willing to show me that you're 100% going in that direction and then you're not going out of your way and handing out a seven million uh, contract uh, to a 34 year old okay Um, so the same goes for somebody like Mkhitaryan as great as the season was um, I want to see what happens there I want to see because I just I just don't think that this is sustainable. I don't think this this works in into the into the Friedkin's plans of creating a sustainable Roma. Um, so before they before we jump to conclusions about Mctarian having a wonderful season, um, we have to also look at the moments he you know he he did not make it count. The moments he did not show up um the the way he was not able to lead in moments of need and and then try to balance it out and see does this guy really deserve to have a race, to have an extension is this where we really want to go I, I for me it's um these are sort of if there if there have to if there has to be a conclusion if there have to be some takeaways taken from, you know from the from these meaningless games those are the questions to address. Those, those are the dilemmas worth thinking about, you know, um, because I think that those have been the things that have been holding up Roma far too long in recent mm. years, and uh, they have had an impact. And I think th- th- this season is the prime example of what happens when you keep a player far too long. If you give a player f- far too much money, far too much power, Um, this is what happens. Uh, A season basically implodes. um, And there are a lot of culprits. And if you have to draw some conclusions, then I would really prefer that those conclusions were meant to address players like Dzeko, like Mikitarian, all other veterans put in question, guys like Mirante, um, on whom entire articles in Corriere de los Sport were made about him not getting a possible extension. I want, I want that. I want the, the criticism or the eventual questions or the pressure put on those people rather than a, a youngster who two weeks ago made his all-time debut.
1: 100% I, I, I couldn't agree more final word as we go here Paolo Fonseca. we already gave our opinion on him bad timing um simply a victim of that in a difficult environment he is being linked with a whole host of clubs how terrified would you be to see him at a place like Napoli
2: oh very yeah very not only for sentimental reasons I think they have uh, a, a very good squad for him there um perfect I, for I, his football. Yeah, I I pretty much think that that's, to me, that's the biggest threat and would be the biggest disappointment to see, to let this man go and and then go uh, to a direct rival, not even a direct rival. This is going to be a team that most likely will be playing Champions League football next year. That'd be that'd be something that he definitely deserves, but something I I do not want for my sake, for Roma's sake. Um, if I would, if I were to choose a team in the Serie, a, definitely I would one hundred percent buy into those rumors of uh, that Di Marzio was talking about yesterday about you know him being potentially Gattuso, considered for, Lazio, the Fiorent- yeah. f- for the Fiorentina bench. I uh, mm. with Gattuso going to Lazio and so on and so on uh, because they're. Is much much smaller team, much smaller expectations. The you know, the recent results definitely he can do much better than that, and would definitely not be <laughs> a direct rival, at least, at least hopefully, in my mind. It's, I do think that this is a guy who can go to La Liga and do very well, uh, um, yes. in, in any of the top five, top six teams. Uh, I, I do think he, if. Some people I see talking about Premier League. I do think that is a bit c- could be a bit too aggressive for him. But for sentimental reasons, anywhere that is not this area would would be fantastic.
1: One hundred percent. All right, we will do the uh, the season end review after the upcoming match against Spezia. We made it, everybody. We made it. This is a much needed <laughs> break. We will catch our breath. And obviously, with Mourinho coming in, uh, the madness uh, will start back up uh, not long hereafter. So we will uh, we will catch our collective breaths for a week or two, and then, of course, with the window reopening, the season ending. I, I just I, I fear what the day of Mourinho arriving. It's uh, well, probably won't be Fiumicino, probably Ciampino, You know what that looks like. <laughs> I can only just. Uh, which hotel do we go to? I, still, I, we... I
2: I still I still have this you know, this little tiny terrified part of me that is like, what happens if he backs out? <laughs> what happens? Oh
1: my gosh, it is so funny that you mentioned yeah. that because I <laughs> literally said that to a friend of mine the other day. I messaged to him. I said, you know what it was? Because I, I had a couple of funny tweets just just uh, making fun of uh, a couple of Latzio supporters at the Darby. I said, you know what's going to happen? Do you remember what happened to them not so long ago about a certain manager who backed yep. out after like a week yep. um, and is now thriving at Leeds United? I yeah. I thought to myself, I said, you know what? Just because I put those tweets out, karma is going to come and bite me right in my backside. And I'm so excited and bought into <laughs> this that because we gave Lazio such a hard time for that, um, that karma, again, will just turn around and come back to... Uh, to haunt us because uh, yeah, we, we, Please, no. we
2: apologize. Ourselves. We
1: apologize. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to delete those tweets. I, I shouldn't have even put it out because I feel as if I, I, I tempted, um, yeah, you uh, did. I, yeah. I tempted the forces, but I, it is so funny. You mentioned that because I literally thought <laughs> the same thing about like, you know, we are so bought into this, that this yep. is going to turn into another Bielsa where he's just like, uh, You know, I've had some time to think about this. Never (laughs) mind. So yeah, uh, yeah, Dan Ryan, just 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 get him here. You have four private jets that you guys use, okay? Just get him here. That's all I'm worried about. And be kind.
2: Be kind. Be supportive. Don't you know? He you know it can be it can be difficult, but be patient. Give him the space he needs. Make him comfortable. um, Because you know, I just that is definitely. A small, tiny fraction of me has that fear uh, once, looming Once I over saw the mural, head.
1: man, I thought, "Oh, it's done now." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like—I I got a physical reaction when I saw it. I go, "Oh man, we." <laughs> as if no, you don't even have to speak Italian to understand, like the air of Portugino. Okay, that would be like—it's almost as if we added some of the ingredients to begin to tempt fate so hopefully that isn't the case but i i am very excited however another part of me is like well he already bought the phone cover yeah he has there's no (laughs) there's no phone
2: cover and the cap the little cap and after (laughs) you know looking at uh, calafiori on his on his laptop then um he he has to be all in
1: right he made sure his wife recorded him looking at uh y scout or whatever he was watching so I, i i feel as if At least from that standpoint, he's too invested at this point. So backing out, um, I I would hope that he wouldn't play us the fool to that degree. But it's Roma. You never know. Uh, All right. We will be back for the season-end review following the match against Spezia. Thank you, as always, for listening. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Buckle up for a crazy summer. Until then, we will relax for a little bit. Uh, But we will talk uh, in just a few days. So thank you for tuning in. Until next time, ciao.
2: Ciao.